Hi, and welcome to Let's Talk Forex with Alison and Chris. Uh, this week we're talking about the best times and the worst times to trade Forex. So there's a lot of talk about uh, market sessions and market overlaps, and also some discussion of uh, which uh, currency pairs to trade when they overlap. As always, we'd love to hear from you, so get in touch. You can get in touch with us at podcast.fxscouts.com, or you can reach us on Facebook or Instagram. You can find us there on FX Scouts. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, Chris, how's it going today? Yeah, pretty good, thanks, Alison. I'm back in Portugal Yay. and very jet-lagged, but, um, but I'm okay. How are you? Yeah, good. I'm good. I'm just glad to have you back in our time zone. Yeah, I know. That was a bit funky, wasn't it, being nine hours behind you guys? Yeah, that was quite weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, today we are talking about timing in the Forex market um, and the best and worst times to trade Forex. Um, but we really would love to, just before we get going with that, we'd love to get a beginner or intermediate trader on the show to talk about their challenges um, when they started trading and how they overcame them and the education process and yeah, just how they got into trading. Um, so if you are an intermediate or beginner trader, please get in touch with us at podcast at fxscouts.com. Um, and we'd love to hear about your trading journey. Um, and we think it would be a good, good, good opportunity for other beginners to hear, you know, the process, because obviously everybody's got a different process, but, but it does help to hear other people's stories. Yeah, it really does. Because I mean, I think a lot of beginner traders hear from experts all the time and professional traders who have these big YouTube channels, etc. But I think it'd be really helpful, beneficial to hear from someone who's going through that process and has gone through that process themselves. Yeah, and quite recently too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think really helpful. But yes, today we're talking about uh, trading hours, trading times. Um, so yeah, the Forex market, you know, it's active 24 hours a day, five days a week. Uh, which means that, you know, as a trader, you can log into your platform at any time and you can trade. Uh, but despite this 24-hour availability, it's really unwise to trade around the clock, um, especially with if you don't understand the best and worst times to do so. So as you said, you know, today we're going to look at the best times to trade Forex and the best times to not trade Forex when you should stay away. Yeah. And um, the market is is pretty much separated into three peak activity sessions. So you basically have the Asian session, the European session, and the North American session. Mm -hmm. And they're also referred to as the Tokyo, the London, and the New York sessions, uh, where the stock exchanges are. And they're used interchangeably because these three cities um, represent the major financial centers for each of these regions. And uh, they're... The markets are most active when the stock markets in these cities are conducting business um, because most banks and corporations in, in these regions make their day-to-day -day transactions. Um, so then there is also obviously a greater concentration of traders or, or speculators online at, at those times. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so just run through the market hours quickly. Um, so the London market is open from 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. GMT. We're going to use GMT throughout so it doesn't get confusing. From 8 a.m. to 4.30 GMT. So this is when the London Stock Exchange is open. Um, it's closed briefly at noon for two minutes. But then, uh, so it doesn't really matter for forex trading at all. But then the, stock, the London Stock Market also offers extended trading uh, from about 5 in the morning until about 5 in the evening. 
So you'll see a lot of trades will a lot of traders will start uh, forex traders will start about five a.m. GMT if they're looking at the London market. Yeah, exactly. So they do the the pre market sort of sessions, um, mm-hmm. and then you've got the New York market hours from two thirty p.m. to nine thirty p.m. also GMT, um, and uh, it, it's open also from Monday to Friday, and this corresponds in in Eastern Daylight Time um, from nine thirty a.m. to four p.m. Um, New York time, um, and it also offers extended trading hours. So the pre trading session is from 9am 9, 9 to 2.30pm and then the post-trading session is from 9pm to 1am and that's GMT. Yeah, so there's a really long uh, extended hours of trading with the New York market. Yeah. And then there's the Asian session. You know, you hear people say Tokyo session, Asian session, but actually the Asian session incorporates both. I would include both Sydney as well mm-hmm. in this as well. The Sydney market hours are from a quarter past 11 at night p.m., to 5.15 a.m. GMT. So that'll be overnight for anybody um, anybody trading in South Africa or Europe. Uh, and it doesn't, unusually, it doesn't offer any pre-market trading or after-hours trading opportunities. And then the other major financial center in the Asian region is Tokyo, and that's open from 12 a.m. to 6 a.m. GMT. And also unusually, they have an hour lunch break. Uh, lucky traders get to stop <laughs> for an hour from 2.30 to 3.30 a.m. In, in the morning uh, GMT. Um, and obviously, uh, what most traders look at is when there are overlaps in in the different markets, mm-hmm. um, because this is obviously a, a more um, sort of active. These are more active trading sessions. Um, so the U.S. and London forex markets overlap from one p.m. to five p.m. GMT, which is quite convenient. And this mm-hmm. is when you see the highest trading volume. And it, as I said, it's it's really great for for trading opportunities. Um, and then you also have the Sydney and Tokyo, as you were mentioning just now, the Asian session, and they overlap from 12 a.m. to 5 a.m. GMT. Um, but this this session isn't as liquid as the U.S. and London overlap. Um, but still, you know, for, for traders that may be trading the JPY, for example, and, and the AUD, um, you'll, you'll find a lot of trading opportunities um, for skilled traders during these sessions. But you'll find probably that um, the traders in the GMT or you know, EST, the New York trading uh, times, probably won't trade those sessions as much. Yeah, unless you're going to get up in the middle of the night, um, which some people do. Yeah. Some people do. Um, and then there's a tiny overlap. Uh, there's London and Tokyo forex markets. They overlap from 5 to 6 a.m. GMT. And this is an hour-long overlap, um, which is including the London extended uh, extended opening hours. And there's very, but there's very little trading action at this time because the time frame is so short. And obviously, a lot of American traders are not awake at this time. And frankly, a lot of uh, European traders aren't awake at this time either. So there is an overlap, but it's not heavily used. Yeah. Yeah, and and um, you know, traders also have to keep their their cool and their emotions in check. So to be up all night, or you know, you've got to find a, a time that's suitable for you and something that's not going to deplete your your resources when you're trading. So the best times to trade forex, um, you know, there's there's particular times that 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 have been identified and and patterns that you can see. So Monday afternoons are probably one of the best times to trade. And this is because uh, little activity would have occurred over the weekend. And the afternoon is when the London and New York markets overlap. 
So you wouldn't probably trade in the morning, but Monday afternoons are definitely a good time to to get trading after after the weekend. Yeah, and again, like Monday afternoon GMT time, so London time yes. basically. Yes. Um, yeah, that's it's a good time. Also, look when any and any of these we've just talked about them. Whenever these sessions overlap, so is a good time to trade. So in London, you know, London's the busiest trading session, the European session, and New York is 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 a close second. Uh, so when these two overlap um is is a great time to trade uh so most traders consider two o'clock 2 p.m gmt 1400 hours this is probably the best time to enter the market because london's closing down people are looking at the shift to new york you'll see a lot of volatility uh, a lot of unpredictable price movements and huge trading volume um but these big swings they're, they're great for forex traders right so this is what you're looking for so if you're so there's a lot of opportunity to profit uh when london and new york overlap yeah, and then another time um, with with overlap is between the Sydney and the Tokyo time that occurs yeah. between twelve and five a.m. GMT. Um, yeah. And you know it's not as prominent as the the London New York time, but it's it's still a good time to trade. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then and the next the next time and another t- good time to trade is during times of high liquidity, obviously. Um, and uh, trading volume picks up during the Monday afternoons, as I said earlier, but it doesn't reach peak liquidity until Tuesday. So the Forex market is more active during the middle of the week, um, specifically on a Tuesday morning through to Thursday. So Tuesday to Thursday, middle of the week are, are definitely the most sort of um, highly traded sessions and the most liquid sessions. Yeah, there's also, I mean, there's also a lot of liquidity around during market opens. So like when the London session opens, there's a lot of big market participation, good volatility, and likewise, the open of the US session, you know, brings an immense trading volume to the market. You're basically doubling the London, the London, the London volume. Um, so in these opening hours, uh, intraday traders, so if you're a day trader, you have the best chance of getting enough market movements to hit your profit target mm. um, at these, in these hours. But look, um, you know, these are very volatile times as well. So you've got to be careful. You've got to have a good risk management strategy. Um, and false moves, so like fake outs, right, are less common um, in, in the New York and London than they are in the first few hours of Tokyo and Linden, London, the Tokyo and Sydney session, sorry. Um, and because liquidity is so high at the open of the London and the US sessions, it means uh, large positions can be easily absorbed by the market, which is very good. So if you're a high volume trader, then you're going to have less slippage uh, during these times. But then there are also bad times to trade Forex. So, you know, the the late Sunday, early Monday uh, sessions, uh, GMT again, uh, is one of the worst times to trade Forex. So everything is slow during this time. Um, and it, it basically functions, I guess, as a reassessment period. And many traders use this, this crossover to plan for the week ahead instead of actively trading when there's uh, very little uh, trading activity and very little volatility. Um, and another time that it's not good to trade is on national holidays. So because banks are one of the biggest influences on the forex market, um, their closure on these holidays will, will also obviously affect the markets. And when they're not open and operating, then the number of transactions will decrease. So it can lead pretty much to a static market, or it can also lead to erratic behavior. So, yeah, we often suggest just avoiding trading on on national holidays because you probably won't find your signals. 
Um, and you yeah. might actually find false breakouts and, and that type of thing occurring on these days as well. Yeah, all kinds of weird stuff. All kinds of weird stuff happens when there's low liquidity. Um, best to stay away. And then another time which we advise, I think we've talked about this before, is during major news events. You know, so when you have financial reports, economic data, political updates, you know, these are these all they drive the forex market, right? These are the fundamentals that shift the forex market. And it's really tempting to trade during these big news events. But you've got to have a really good understanding of fundamental analysis. You've got to have a great risk management strategy in place because these these news events can have a really unpredictable effect effect on the forex market. Um, so you can see huge spikes, huge volatility. Um, so if you so keep aware, you need to be aware of them. So if you look, if you want to trade these, make sure you know what you're doing. If you don't absolutely know what you're doing, then I would stay away. And you want to have an economic calendar up um, so you can see when these are coming through, when the predicted, when the planned uh, news events coming through. And then you'll know if you're not if you're not ready to trade these, then you can know when to stay away. So um, yeah, so if you, I would recommend for beginners, generally stay away. Watch the market. It's really it's really important, educational. Um, but if you're a beginner, stay away from trading major news events um, and trade trade once uh, everything has settled down. Yeah, I mean, they say, you know, once a major news event has come out and especially if it doesn't meet the consensus um, of, of what people thought might happen, uh, traders will definitely start to adjust their positions. So there will be a lot of volatility in the market at that stage. And if you're not prepared, um, as you say, you can really lose your shirt, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then you also want to avoid trading during times of, strange price action so this this happens when a forex pair starts to move in 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 a direction that's that's unanticipated um without reason and these random moves give the market you know it can be exciting to see big moves happening but they generally create a rocky trading environment and it's it's very difficult to understand what's causing these price shifts um, and and the general market sentiment might not not support these price shifts, and for that reason, when when these price actions occur, these strange price actions occur, it's best to wait it out, um, like like with a news announcement, until it's over. Yeah, wait until everything settles down, and then and then get back involved again. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and another bad time to trade is, is um, during the Asian, Asian sessions when liquidity is low and particularly near the end of day crossovers. So low, low liquidity levels are common in the Asian session um, and it's particularly true near the end of day rollover time. Um, and this makes the average pip movements too low to cover the high spreads of the Asian currency. So it's very, very important to also be aware of the trading costs when trading different sessions. And um, if those trading costs are very high, it's going to be very difficult to be profitable if there are small, small movements in the market. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, now that we've gone through all the popular trading windows, right, to time your forex trades, but people need to also understand which currency pairs are heavily traded in each trading window. So, for instance, and, and I think quite obviously, the Euro USD and the USD CHF are going to be very heavily traded in the New York London overlap. You can see a lot of price movement there. Whereas, like the AUD JPY is going to see more price action um, in the Sydney Tokyo crossover. So, it's important to, before you get involved, um, choose your price window, but then also figure out which you know what what are the assets that are going to be that are going to be moving uh, within that window. And they generally follow geographic lines. So with the as AUD, JPY, that's obvious going to be the Asian market. EURUSD is obviously going to be the New York, uh, London overlap. So just keep that in mind when you're trading. 
And I guess uh, just on that note, like a lot of uh, traders are going to be guided by where they are geographically as well. You know, um, mm-hmm. you're probably going to find more people that live in London and, and New York will be trading more Euro USD, whereas, you know, traders in, in Australia or in Tokyo and in the Asian regions probably will be trading more of the AUD JPY. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess the bottom line is that it's important to take advantage of market overlaps um, and keep a very cl- close eye on news releases when you set up your trading schedule. Uh, keep an eye on the economic calendar and what's coming up and um, be sure that if you, if you don't understand how to trade during a, a market, um, I mean, a news announcement, you know, that you either close your positions or, or hedge your positions and just manage your risk very well. Mm-hmm. But traders that are looking to enhance their profits should aim to trade during more volatile or active periods. And, you know, the balance of part-time and full-time traders um, to set a schedule, it should give you a peace of mind when you when you set your schedule, that you're not trading at times that, that are difficult for you to trade or that you, you know, that you feel uncomfortable trading. If it's the middle of the night, it's probably not a good time to trade. Um, but obviously, part-time traders will be have to sort of make those adjustments, whereas full-time traders will will sort of have the full, you know, the whole day to to trade if they if they don't have another job. And yeah, just to to create a strategy around around when when the best times are to trade, when those market overlaps happen, and um, to manage your risk when when those news announcements are released. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and it's. Um... It's fairly simple once you get your mind around it, but it's important to know uh, for a lot of beginners. You don't want to just jump on in the middle of the night and start trading because that can lead to a very bad time. Yeah, so thanks for listening. Uh, Next week, we're going to talk about how to minimize risk. Um, It's a subject we've touched on in previous podcasts, but uh, I think we're going to take a deep dive into it, uh, aren't we, Alison? Yeah, so we'll talk a little bit sort of more about, um, you know, just how to, how to uh, sort of manage your risk and, and what percentages to trade. We're going to take a much deeper dive into, into, the, into it. Yeah. yeah, great. Cool. I look forward to that, Alison. Uh, have a good week ahead and I'll speak to you soon. Yeah, cool. Thanks, Chris. Bye.